I'm Callie Lampy, and you are listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast, where my daddy shares a daily gift with you from the ocean. What's up, my friends? Welcome to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. I am your host, Ryan P. Lampy, and today's surfing lesson is more valuable than brand freaking new. So I went underneath my house yesterday to um, get some stuff. And I have two surfboards underneath my house. First of all, I don't know what it is. I don't get it. I don't know what it is about Southern California. We don't have fucking basements. (laughs) Man, basements is something I have taken for granted most of my life, man, because basements are very, very useful. But we don't have basements here in Southern California, damn it. And I personally don't even have a damn garage. Don't even have a garage to store my stuff in. So we keep things underneath our house. Luckily, our crawl space is like three foot high. Is it three foot? Three foot, three to four foot, I guess, with the rafters and stuff. And um, if I can store you know, plenty of stuff down there, but it's kind of a pain in the ass to crawl down there. And I have a couple surfboards down there, along with a bunch of other stuff, like a Christmas tree and things like that. And I have about, I think I have about 20 boards, maybe 18, 20 boards or something like that. And I only use like, you know, really, I'd say I use no more than five of them. I use about five boards now, and I'm actually, I should probably get rid of the rest of the boards, or at least most of them. I don't need them all. I don't use them. I give them to someone who will use them and wants to use them and would love to have them. But I keep a couple boards under my house. So I keep so some of the boards I use, I keep them out in my back patio. Most of the boards I don't use are kept in a bunch of different random locations, like um, some other back areas of my house and, and even this back hallway. And I have one in a closet and all kinds of shit. And, and then I keep two underneath the house. And the two underneath the house are the, the boards I use the most. I, I, mean, I use them... I use them at least 95% of the time. I use these two boards, except in the summertime, I might use some other boards, but for the most part, I use these two boards 95% of the time. And that are, that, these are the two boards I bought within the past, past year, year and a half, whenever I, I got back into surfing after my injuries and stuff. And, and those are my, it's my eight foot purple single fin. It's like a, you know, it's not a classic log, but it's more of a carvy log. I don't know what you call it, but it, it has like um, very thin rails and it's just a very, very smooth outline, but it's very carvy. It doesn't have a lot of volume in the nose. It's a very thin board overall, but it's a single fin and a tiny bit wider tail, but it's a pulled in pintail. And then I have the exact same board in nine foot six. So I have an eight oh and a nine, nine foot six. And this is what I've just like got committed to using a single fin. I got these two boards. Both of them are brand new. And they've pretty much been the only boards I've used since I've had them. Like I've used other boards, but like I've, my mind is set on these. And I use these most, if not almost every single damn time. And on top of that, between these two boards, really, if I get honest with myself, I only use one of those boards. <laughs> I use not the nine foot six. I use that purple board like for every eight, nine times I use the nine foot six, I might use that eight oh one time, that purple one. And that purple one is actually the one I bought first. It has a has one big gash in it from my very first time I took it out a little over a year ago. I took it out and some kook ran me over in the fucking water, put a big ass gash in it. Like I didn't even I don't know if I caught my first wave yet. 
motherfucker just ran me over. And um, I, there's, a, there's at least one or two episodes on that. I'm sure if you go back. But so I have this big, you know, one big gash in it, but it's all fixed and it's and, uh, and it's really cool and it's perfectly smooth and everything is great. The board is like basically brand new besides that. And, and I was looking down there. The, the board is just beautiful. This board is beautiful. Like I love it. The, the fin I have on it, I think I have a nine and three, is it nine and a quarter, a nine and a quarter um, Tyler Warren single fin on it with the 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 Volic, the Volenflex fin and it's it just I mean it's practical I got it for the practicality but the fin with everything else is just also fucking beautiful it's just beautiful plus the way I wax up my boards my boards just look fucking good with the wax job on it <laughs> so the board is purple the bottom of it is white and it has you know three stringers and it just it looks great and I was looking at it and I say all this because when I'm down there underneath the house looking for some stuff, I see this board. It's kind of like hanging on underneath the house. And I'm looking at it. It's just like stunning. It's like seeing a beautiful lady at the side of your corner of your eye or watching a fucking Ferrari go by. And you're like, you just can't help but turn your head and look at it. And I'm looking at my surfboard. I'm like, that fucking board is, is beautiful. It's beautiful and it looks brand freaking new. Besides the wax job, it looks brand new. There's that one, like I said, there's that one ding on the rail. But I can't even see that ding, you know, my angle that I'm looking at it. And on top of that, I actually think the ding is actually beautiful. It puts a nice scar on the board, a nice history, a nice reminder. There's a, there's a huge lesson inside that that I shared on this podcast. So I love it. And I was thinking, man, that board is beautiful. It looks, it looks brand freaking new still because I've used it so little. And then it hit me. No, that board is better than brand new. It's better than brand new. That board is more valuable to me than brand new. And for a bunch of different reasons. One is the fact when I first bought that board, I didn't know what the fuck I was getting into. When you just go buy a random ass board on the rack, which is what I did, I wanted a single fin and I wanted a more carvy, pulled in pintail single fin. Not like a, a traditional classic log. Although I want one of those. I don't have, I, I do have one of those now, but like, I want a really nice one. I don't have one. But at the time when I was getting this board, I wasn't looking for that. I was looking for like a, like what I got, like an 8.0, like a mid-length, like a long board, but not quite long board, not quite a 9.0 that I have a few of. But I want a nice and carvy and smooth and a nice single fin. Nice, smooth, heavy carves. I can take on big double overhead waves and even small little tiny waves, little ankle slappers on everything. And the thing is, I pulled the board off the shelf and I used it. It did not ride like I thought it would. It, it was a big learning curve to be able to use that board. See, a brand new board, unless you're extreme pro, and even the pros take a little while to adapt to different adjustments, different measurements, different styles, different types of boards. But I don't have to adapt anymore. It's my board. I know it. I've used it. I've been to war with it. And on top of that, when you have a brand new board, guess what? You can't fucking use it until you put a fin on it, you put wax on it, or some kind of something on top. For a lot of you guys, you put a fucking tail pad on it. You can't use the board until you put these things on it. Leash. And my board, my purple 8.0, is more valuable. I can use my board. I can't use a brand new board. I gotta wax it up. I gotta put a fucking fin on it. And I just put a fin. Putting a fin on my purple board was a journey. I went through fin. I went through like at least a couple, two, three different fins. I spent like 
I can't remember, two, three hundred bucks worth of fins just to find one fin that I loved. And that's on top of already having a bunch of other fins to use. You see, we think we have the, the, the gifts and the talents and the things that we already have a board or we walk into a, a surfboard shop and all these boards like, oh man, these boards are so valuable. These boards are so fucking awesome. Reality is that all these boards are fucking useless until you can actually put them to use. Until you can actually use them, they're worthless. That's why my board is so valuable to me because I can use it. I can take it out on a big day. I'm confident in it. I've already had the practice. I already know that board inside and out. And it's already waxed up for me. It's literally fucking waxed up for me. It already has a fin on it. It already has a leash. It is good to go, ready to fucking go. It's better than a brand new board. It's more valuable to me. It's not necessarily better. It's more valuable to me than a brand new board. Where in your life are you living under the bullshit story that something you have is valuable. But in reality, it's of no value. It's worthless because you can't even use it. You don't even use it. See, reality is we can use anything and everything we have. But it takes so much work to be able to use something. See, my surfboard, I mean, literally, it takes a lot of work just to wax it up. Eight foot board. That's eight foot of wax, baby. That's a lot of waxing. That's like a stick and a half in my book. That's a lot of fucking breaking your back and bending over on your elbows and knees, especially with my back. Shit, that fucking hurts. And then the, the work put into to, to be able to use the board, to dial it in, to um, get the fin dialed in. i give you a great example of this. Lucy, my wife... Man, she has an amazing talent. If you guys haven't heard her, go to lucylampy.com or um, lucymusic.com. She has like a ton of websites, but lucymusic.com. Go to lucymusic.com. L-U-C-I-M-U-S-I-C. Or just look her up on iTunes. L-U-C-I. She has an amazing voice. She's extremely, extremely talented. She not only has an amazing voice, she writes all of her own songs. She, she's an amazing lyricist. Is that a word? Lyricist? She's an amazing writer, singer, songwriter, performer. She's a great, music- a great musician as well. But that doesn't really mean anything because she doesn't play her instruments. She has other people do it for her. So she has these great talents. But reality is, they mean nothing if she can't get it out to the world. So I watched this woman work her ass off day and night. She actually she came back home like 2 o'clock in the morning last night. Out of the place, performing. And not only just performing herself, she put on a big show. She got other performers involved. Because guess what? All these other guys also have some amazing talents. But it means nothing if no one can hear them. See, Lucy's amazing voice, if she doesn't sing around the house, if the kids don't hear it, if I don't hear it, if you can't hear it, if no one can hear it, it's literally worthless. She can sit there and think, oh, I'm an amazing singer. I got an amazing voice. And doesn't mean fucking shit. Because it's not creating any value for anybody, not even yourself. So she can sit back and boast that she has an amazing voice. Or 
she can get it out there and make it extremely valuable and put it to use. And here's the catch. That's a hard, that's some hard fucking work. That is an investment. I'm telling you, she works her ass off day and night. You see all these music stars? We think, oh, one hit wonders, or not one hit wonders, but like uh, they cut their, cut their big break. They're, it's re- they're lucky. They have it easy. It's just because they're talented. They were born talented. You know, maybe there was one or two, but for the most part, these people work their fucking asses off. People have great talents, actors, basketball players, all just because they're fucking tall. No, not just because they're fucking tall. You ever seen these guys train? They work their fucking asses off. Olympic athletes, yeah, there's, like, they have some gifts, but the gifts don't mean shit without their investment and their commitment into bringing that gift to the world. And Lucy's music, Lucy's voice is literally worthless if no one can hear it. So she is a badass and she's committed to letting the whole world hear it, to getting it out there, writing song after song after song, marketing her fucking ass off. See, it's not just singing, it's the marketing, it's the relationship she's building, it's the constant failing, failing, failing forward, doing tons of shows, making tons of requests, doing all kinds of fundraisers and crowdfunding and all kinds of stuff. Working her ass off so that people can hear her voice. Because she knows from personal experience that her voice is absolutely useless if no one can hear it. So where in your life do you feel like you have some valuable gift? Maybe it's an actual thing. Maybe you have a fucking Corvette sitting in your garage or a Dodge Viper. I've literally seen these things with my own eyes. People are like, oh, I got this awesome car. And literally that car has been in the garage for 15 fucking years never come out. It's, it's fucking useless. I've gotten more value out of my fucking cobalt. Chevy cobalt, motherfucker. Oh, I know a guy with a Dodge Viper. Sits in there. He takes out maybe once a year. And only on a fucking racetrack. Dude, that car is fucking useless. It's crazy. So when in your life are you sitting back on a gift of yours, a talent, something you have, Maybe you think you're an incredible father. You read all these books, you have all this information, all these trainings and classes and courses and whatever. Yet you, you don't even spend any fucking time with your kids. You think you, you have all this stuff inside of you. You can be this amazing father. You have all this, this, this talent, these gifts inside of you to offer your kids. Yet you don't even, your kids don't experience them. You don't offer them to your kids because they don't even get to experience you. You're constantly fucking gone. Where is it for you? And I encourage you to do the work. Do the work required to get that gift out. Get it out there and make it valuable. That is your purpose in life. You're a freaking gift to this world. You, all of you, all your gifts, all your talents. You're a gift to this world. So go be that. All right, guys, that's all I have for you. If you enjoyed this message, share this with a brother and go to iTunes, leave a five-star rating and a review from your heart. And if you want to bring more passion, desire, and fire to your marriage and you want some badass tools that will absolutely change not just your marriage, but your life forever, guaranteed, then find me on Facebook at Ryan P. Lampy. 
and direct message me, tell me, I want to live wildly connected. We'll get you set up on the clear-cut path with the tools and the training to having the marriage you've always wanted. All right, guys, I love you all. Have an amazing rest of your day. And I will catch you tomorrow in the next episode of the Surfing Lessons Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Surfing Lessons Podcast. For more Lampy craziness, find my daddy on Facebook at Ryan P. Lampy. And have a powerful...